Hello and welcome to episode five of Meeples and Wine. I am Michael. I am Susie, and this is Napod Pomo episode five. Yes, we have twenty-five left, which sounds just barely. It's like it's getting a little overwhelming. It's not overwhelming. It's forcing us to sit and talk to each other for thirty minutes a day. It's I, like. What are we going to talk about today? Hey, I found I, f- I have found topics every single day. Yes, you have. Yes, and this week we are talking about uh, one, what the hell is soju? Yeah. And two, uh, talk about video games, video games for couples, couples, video games for couples that will not result in two-player ca- video games will result in counseling <laughs> afterwards. Oh well. Yeah, I know a lot of them aren't exactly. <laughs> We'll save that one to the last, actually. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, we are on episode five of Napod Pomo. Uh, if you do not know, it's National Podcast Posting Month, and we are attempting to post a show a day for the entire month of November. It kind of goes in hand in hand with um, Nano Rimo. Nano, yeah, Nano Rimo, the novel writing one. National Novel Writing Month. Yeah, where you're supposed to write like 2,000 words a day. Or whatever it is. Which, I don't even think I know 2,000 words. <laughs> I don't suppose they, I don't, I don't suppose they all have you to just be Just do like in, in college and put all the thes in there and the, separate all the conjunctions. And yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it was a really, really, really bad time at the, during the war. All right, so welcome to the show. Uh, starting out, we have a question. What the hell is soju? I uh, It's... Mm. We got a couple bottles today. Uh, we had a bottle of soju... Uh, what did we get? Strawberry. Strawberry and grapefruit. I had the strawberry. Well, I got a little bit into the grapefruit while you were gone. And <laughs> You did? <laughs> yes. Was it better? Yeah, I mean, I like grapefruit, so that's something to be said for it. Uh, it's... Soju is actually the national beverage of South Korea. So they have a national beverage? They have a national beverage, just like uh, Kashaka from uh, Brazil. Do, do, do we have a national beverage? The United States? Uh-huh. I was going to go I with I know this. it's not tea. It's definitely not tea. I was going to say it was like coffee over anything. Probably coffee, Coffee yeah. or bourbon? Well, that would be like Kentucky or... Oh, maybe does each state, does Illinois have... Illinois? Yeah, it's soy A milk. national beverage. Ew. Uh, <laughs> so what is soju? Uh, it is a Korean distilled beverage. Norm- South Korean, right? South Korean, yeah. Definitely not North Korean. Yeah. Uh, normally... The fun Korea. Yeah. Best <laughs> Korea. Uh, it's neutral. It's a neutral spirit, kind of like vodka. Uh, Jinro is the most popular brand, which is the brand that I got for us to taste today. And it normally runs about 20 to 24% ABV. Mm. And it is originally started out as distilled from rice, but eventually there was a rice shortage in the 60s, and they did it with a bunch of other different type of grains. Because rice, that's sake. Sake. Yes. And I have had sake before. You have had sake before, yes. And it is kind of like vodka. Yeah, it's not. But the, the cool thing is, is that. But it, like cleaner. Yes, or something. crisper. 
crisper yeah. maybe a little. Yeah. But um But this was nothing like sake. <laughs> no. This was like heavier. This was like thicker almost. I don't know about like it, just like mouthfeel. You know what it felt like? And I would I would love to see the ingredient list. It felt like um fake sugar. Diet sugar. Diet sugar? Yeah. Which I don't like. Oh. So maybe if you like Diet Coke, you would like... I don't know. I, soju. But, uh, no, to me it tastes... It, or maybe it, it was just the strawberry. It I don't know. It might have just been the strawberry, the, the grapefruit. I got a, a little bit into it, and then I was just like, I got to record tonight. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> um, but uh, the object of it is that it's one of those drinks, one of those beverages that they can have at restaurants that don't have like a full hard liquor license but if you have a beer or wine license you could actually also have soju because it's bottled or uh because it's not as high of abv as uh oh. spirit would be okay so but apparently there's like a whole a way to drink it so apparently a way to yeah, drink it yeah well you know it's from asia so it's one of those situations where there's a process for you know, like, like a ritual yeah you know, like they have the tea you know there's a tea ceremony the soju apparently you're supposed to drink it as a communal drink and the oldest member of the group pours a shot for everybody and you drink the shot while not looking at the person that poured it for you like crown royal <laughs> yes it's exactly <laughs> just like crown royal <laughs> your, in my family your family weddings or and funerals and birthdays and christmas my family has a problem. Um, so <laughs> you don't make eye contact with the person who handed you the glass, and then you shoot it. And at the first drink, glasses are filled up, and when they're empty, they pass the bottle around the table. Uh, but shooters is normally the way that they do it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, then I doubt it's like... Because the way they we had it, it reminded me of like a spritzer or something with the fruit flavor. Yeah, it just it wasn't bubbly. Right. Yeah, not but uh, they say it's normally it, it's created with uh, rice, but sometimes often created with wheat, sweet potatoes, and tapioca, which would explain the sweetness to it. Mm, yeah, but it's supposed to be a slightly sweet, neutral spirit like vodka. In fact, when I went to Benny's, it was in the vodka section. Oh, yeah. Well, they, yeah, because it was clear. Yeah, it reminded me. Of it was interesting because I went to Benny's. And I'm like, oh, I'm looking for soju, and the girl behind the counter was like, yeah, aisle 27, left hand side, bottom shelf, towards the center. I was like, ooh, man, you're. Is this a thing? Apparently, it's a thing. Apparently, it's upcoming. Like the like everybody knows, sake soju is the next upcoming thing. Okay, well, what made you think to do soju today? Because Josh has had soju, and he talked about it. Oh, he talked about it recently? Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's why it was on your mind. Yeah. I thought maybe you read about it on online or something. Well, I did. I mean, he was texting about it. He was well, on our Discord about it. So yeah, technically, I yeah, did read it Yeah, but that's online. different than like an article or... But yeah, it's it's good. I mean, it was, it was good. Uh, there was also... I got the... Like I said, there was plum. There was a couple other flavors. And there was a large bottle of it that just had a picture of a water drop on it. So I guess that was just like... Like you'd get plain vodka. There was this plain soju with no flavoring in it. I figured we'd try it with a little bit of flavor. But, yeah, it, I mean, it. I could definitely see if you if you wanted to get to the finish line very quickly, soju is the drink for you. I feel like you're talking yourself into trying, into into liking it. 
you're trying to talk yourself into liking it well, when I mean, you don't like it. I, I don't particularly care for it. <laughs> I, I don't I can like say it that I didn't either. like it at all. I may want to try the plain one. Maybe take the plain one and add something to it. Like add like some. Add your own. Yeah, like add a, add some. That's mixer what I'm saying. It maybe it was the sweetener they put in or something. The, the natural I don't know, flavor but for the strawberry. No. Yeah, but it was it was it was. But like I definitely am saying, it is one of those things that if you if you are of cracking a bottle open just to get to the finish line. So choose a drink for you because you are gonna get there fast. Mm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, no, I'd rather drink something that I like. <laughs> okay. So there we have a sideways thumbs up and a thumbs down from Susie on soju. Yep. If you have tried soju and you think we are wrong, you tell think us. There's, yeah, there's something else that we should try. You can definitely try it. Not tell that us. I've read any of the comments, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely let us know. Like I said, we are on Twitter, and uh, you can also go to our show notes, and there will be ways to get in touch with us there. Do I need to get on Twitter? You are on Twitter. I am? Yeah. When? Oh, I you did make an you, account you a long it. time ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, you it's got your first and last name and a picture of you, so I'm assuming that's who I've been tagging and all the stuff I've been posting. Uh-oh. I don't know how to get back on it. Oh. Uh... And now that Elon's in charge, you may not be able to get on without paying $8. I am not paying $8. <laughs> a month? It's like the Wild West out there right now. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, now, moving on. Topic number two, games for couples. I'm sorry, two-player games Thank for you. people who have engaged <clears throat> in the ritual of marriage. Or not. Or well, I thought we were doing a thing like, you know, games that you can play with a person that you live the rest of your life with. Oh. You know. Okay. Games that won't cause a it fight. It can't be like dating couples? No, because dating couple games are, I mean, because, how to put this? When we played games when we were dating, uh-huh. I let you win a lot. What? Why? Because I was dating you. And I thought you were <sighs> cute. And I didn't want to ruin it. Now that we're married, you, the warranty has run out on this guy. <laughs> you can't return me. Now we're going to play games. I'm playing a win. Pass couch, the return date. Sleeping on the couch, be damned. I'm, I'm, I'm playing a win from now, from this point on. Okay, yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, Tell we, yourself that. We traipsed into the world of video games. Yay. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I've, been, I've been playing video games since uh, Forever. Atari 2600. Suzanne's actually been playing since before that. We had a TV with video games built into it. It was just pixels. What was it called? Pong? Yeah, you had Pong. But and different variants on Pong. And didn't you have like to put the plastic Which those, overlay on Weren't it? those like the very first video games ever? Yeah. Yeah. Pong was like the big one. Oh, but didn't you have to like put a plastic overlay on it to show like where the center was and all that no it, it was, was built into the tv built in, built see this is what happens when you marry into money <laughs> right in the 70s she was so rich her family was so rich they had video games built into we, uh, their tv i don't think we got it in the 70s it was probably old to begin with well pong didn't come out because other much better video games were already out now, by the nowadays, time we got pong but nowadays if i said i just bought myself a new tv and it has a playstation 5 built in People would be like, oh, now. If, yeah, back but then. I went to my cousin's <clears throat> house and they had ColecoVision. So Pong was already old. ColecoVision was a shit. Well, 
I liked Ladybug. Smurfs. Did you know if at the... Oh my God, the Smurfs game. At the end of the Smurfs game, if you just wait... My cousin wait, played that all the time. Wait right in front of Smurfette. Mm-hmm. Like, don't touch and, her. And like, don't rescue her. Don't rescue her. Eventually, she'll take her dress off. I, that's a rumor. I doubt that. Say He's giving me want. the look. <laughs> Say what you want. Anyway, video games for couples. We have got five of them that we are going to go through. Uh, a bunch of different varieties of genres to go through. So starting out with is the one most likely to start arguments, and that mm-hmm. is Portal 2. Mm-hmm. Now, those of you who have not played Portal or Portal uh, Portal 2, uh, it's an amazing game. It You could probably finish both games in a weekend if you really like just sat down and played them. Both? Yeah, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. Of po- just Portal Two. What do yeah, you mean just both one po- games. Like you play Portal One on Saturday and you play Portal Two on Sunday. No way. Yes, you. Well, could. if you play all day long. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's you could a finish. You could finish Portal Two in four hours. Have we ever played all the way through it? I've played through Portal Two. I mean, with me. With you? No. No. I've finished it multiple times. Of course you have. Because it's an amazing game. Uh, those of you who have not played it, it is a first-person puzzler where you have a portal gun that allows you to throw a portal on one side of an arena and walk through to another, and it's but, so much more complicated but than But in that. Portal 2, you're playing the robots, right? In Portal 2, multiplayer playing the robots. Multiplayer. Yes. Remember we are playing that? Where it's well, like, that's what we're talking about, two-player yeah, games. I just want to give a lead into what kind of game it is. Oh, so okay. when you're playing the robots, you're playing the multiplayer in Portal 2, You each of you plays a robot, and the object of the game is to get each of you to the finish line. Now, this may include throwing levers for your teammate to be able to walk through the... Uh, Moving platforms. Platforms, not get disintegrated. Weird things with gravity. Yeah. Uh, portal guns, making things float, making dro- boxes drop, and timing is involved. Not getting shot. Not getting shot by the by the turrets and all that sort of thing. It is a multi uh, two and player the cake game. And the is cake. a lie. That was Portal One, yes. <laughs> but but you play you play two robots that are trying to get to the finish line of this, and you have to be able to adjust like where the lasers are shooting, drop the gate at a certain time. You can see each other from across the room, and. You, you can signal to each other if you're not playing in the same room, if you like you're playing online, that sort of thing. But it is definitely a cooperative game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the other person doesn't do the right thing at the right time. Then you sleep on the couch. <laughs> Whether or not you are the person that messed up or not. But I definitely, I would give this probably out of five. I'd give this a five out of five for a multiplayer game. It is very much a more than I was expecting for the multiplayer version of Portal. I was not expecting it to be a I was a puzzle game on top of a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. We only have it for the Xbox. We've only got Portal 2. Well, we've got Portal 2 for the 360, and we've also got it on Steam. Oh, we do? Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I don't think we have the Xbox hooked up anymore. Yeah, we do. We do? Yeah. Oh. It's a big white box right over there. Oh, okay. I only ever use the PlayStation. All right. Okay. Now, uh, the second game I have on the list is not the one that you've just picked up. It oh. is actually Mario Kart. Oh, Mario Kart. Yes. 
Yeah, it's me, Mario. Mario Kart has been around since the uh, forever. PlayStation. It has been around PlayStation. Well, it was after Donkey Kong. Super Nintendo. <laughs> yes, definitely after Donkey Kong. Been around since the Super Nintendo. Mario Kart came out then and has been a staple for multiplayer games going all around. Dropping the, you know, picking up the cubes, dropping the shells, throwing a blue shell at whoever's leading. There's the bots that run the carts are actually smart enough that they're a challenge. The one that I wanted to focus on is that I've got for the GameCube is called Mario Kart Double Dash. Double Dash? Double Dash. We've played it a couple times when I had when I had the, the GameCube set up where you can either play it where everybody drives their own cart and you've got a person on the back. So like you'll have Mario driving and Peach sitting on the back of the cart. Oh, and then you yeah, yeah, yeah. To fire stuff at yeah, the other cars. Fire stuff yeah. at the other cars. Now, if you have multiplayer, so let's say we've got another couple over group of us playing you can have a person driving and a person throwing stuff at the mm-hmm. other players at the same time so their screen will look different those screen will be like behind the cart and you'll be driving on the other side so it's one of those where whoever is on the back can throw the shells and do all that sort of thing and then you can swap yeah so that's fun that's a nice little co-op game a very nice little screaming and yelling <laughs> type of game or we can just play against the Non-player characters. Yeah, you can play against each other or, or against the bots too. Right. So, but yeah, if you yeah. Can get, if you have a GameCube or you're able to emulate it, Mario Kart Double Dash is probably I think one of the best group games. Also, because even if you've got you know you've got people that don't know how to drive it so well, you got enough entryway for new players to play just by throwing chucking stuff off the back of the back of the cars. You just I, or do like me and just mash the buttons. Yes, mash the buttons. Now, an active game. Suzanne, what's the third game you've got right there? Dance Central. By Con- well, it's a Connect game yes. for the Xbox. Um, but yeah. Is this the original one? That's the first one, yeah. We've wow. Got, we've got four of them on the shelf, I think. Well, the, yeah, because the kids were hitting like the preteen years when that started, right? Yeah. And they loved it. So yeah. we all used to play. Yeah, there's Dance Central, and there was another one out that I can see on the shelf up there, but I can't really read it. But this is one where you, if you weren't around during the moment of the Kinex, the Kinex actually is a uh, infrared. Is it infrared? Yeah, it's like it's it projects little bitty dots all over you, so it can basically see you by all these little bitty infrared dots. Yeah, but you of, can't see the dots. No, you can't see the no. dots. If you can, if you have an IR camera, you can see it, and it's really weird because it really looks like they've got like constellations all it's over. It's pretty them. accurate. It for really is. If you're doing the right dance moves or not, and then it like grades you that way. What yeah. are you looking so, at over there? I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out what the what the other dance game is. Keep talking. Talk about how. Talk about us playing this. Talk about us embarrassing our children. Yeah. Remember when we had the sleepover? <laughs> was that New Year's Eve? I think it was. And the kids had some friends over, and we danced to... What did we dance to? Was it Dirty Dancing? No, God, that wasn't it. That We would have scarred them. We would have had, like, to pay hospital. No, but I mean, I've had the time of my life. No, we didn't do that, because that would involve me lifting you in the air, and that would have ended badly for both of us. Oh, no, I know what it was. It was from Greece. Yes. Right? You're the one that I want. You're the one that I want. Yes. So our daughter had, had friends over for a sleepover. 
They move the couch out of the way and terror of all terrors, their parents got up and danced to Greece <sighs> while playing Just Dance. And I thought I was going to have a heart attack when we were done. I was like, that's it. I'm done. Aw. Well, so out of shape. But no, it's a, it's a, it's a good game for for. Maybe we should do couples. this more often and get some exercise. Dan, Dan Central? Mm-hmm. Well, we've got a workout game. Yeah, but dancing's more fun. Okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, there's no lifting weights or anything, but you know. Yeah. But no, we uh, that's it's it's a fun game, especially you know, we we have kind of a dance off every now and then when we when we had it all set up because there's you know when you have no well, self respect yeah, doing thing. stuff like that is you pretty easy. You gotta have the connect camera thing. Yeah. Set up. And the good news is you could probably pick up a connect at Goodwill for like three bucks nowadays. Well, that's true. If you got the 360, but all right, moving on to the next one. Bust a move, which yeah. sounds like a dance game, Doesn't but it, it is not. It is, it is not. <laughs> a Actually, dance game. this is Super Bust a Move Two mm-hmm. for the PlayStation Two. Yeah. Do we still have a PlayStation Two? Yes. Does this work on the PlayStation? The one that we have? Which one do we have? I'm embarrassed to say a number. The one that's plugged in right now? Yeah. PS3. No, PS4. PS3 is in the bedroom. PS4's out here. PS3's for sexy time. (laughs) When we're too tired to sit up on the couch and watch a movie. Put the PS3 in the bedroom. (laughs) Boom, chicka, boom, boom. I don't know what that means. But super bust a move. Bust a move is a puzzle game. Well, it's basically a bubble popping game, right? But it's like those, like the uh, like you do the, on your phone. But like, right, it is the original version of the super carbon copy game that's com- that's on your everybody's phone nowadays. Yeah, you've got little monsters at the bottom. You have to throw bubbles up to the top of the bubbles that are slowly moving their way down, and pop them if they're in chains. You have special bubbles that pop more things, bubbles that change colors, and that sort of thing. But Bust a Move is probably one of the most solid puzzle type games out there. Uh, multiple, multiple ways. I think it's actually been around since PS1. But uh, it's it's just a fun sit around, like, you know, like you'd sit and play Tetris. Bust a Move is one in that type of game. Now, the cool thing is that there's a multiplayer version to it where every time you kill a row of bubbles on your side you increase stuff on your opponent's side that's what it was yes i knew there was an aggravating factor to that one yeah i remember aggravating factor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah but it says here that you can also build your own puzzles yeah that one's kind of interesting because you actually were able to build out how the bubbles drop make your own type of thing and then save it on a memory card and then like challenge somebody with it yeah remember memory cards Mm mm-hmm yeah I remember floppy disks, so well, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, of course I okay. remember memory cards. Memory cards were was like a huge thing for me, especially because I always rented role playing games from the local video store, and then you'd rent like oh, final back fa- before you could before save you your could progress. Save, well, you yeah. could only save it on the cartridge. So you'd rent Final Fantasy, and you get three quarters of the way through, it, and then your mom's like, "I'm not paying for another day of rental on this game if you haven't finished it yet." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> then you got to take it back and hope that nobody else rents it. And if that person rents it, they don't delete your save. 
So another week goes by and you're like, oh, I got to get a rent a game for the weekend. You go back and rent Final Fantasy again and somebody's deleted your save and I got to start all the way from the friggin' beginning again. You don't think the store people went in and would like clear out whatever memory was in there? Oh, God, no. I worked at a They're video store. We didn't give a, yeah, we didn't give a crap. Okay. Seriously, you you brought it in, you put it back on the shelf. That was not a problem. Yeah, they didn't rewind movies either, so. Well, if the people that rented it would rewind. Be kind, rewind. Actually, I had a friend who worked at a movie um, rental place, and they did have a, re- a rewind machine. Yeah. But, you know. We had them. Just pop it in there. It's so annoying when you would get a movie and put it in to start it and it was at the end it's like or in the middle and you have to wait a whole two minutes for the thing to rewind yeah anyway ah god awful or yeah if you saw the ending before you even watched the movie they ruin it that would actually be a great thing what you have somebody rent a movie if you knew the video store didn't rewind them for people you just like cue up the movie to the very climax of the movie like the murderer is blah 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 and they put people would put it in the video machine put in their VHS and like get the ending of the movie immediately. Especially like a murder mystery. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That would be oh man. 1980s trolling. I should go back in time and tell young Mike to do that when I worked at the video store. That would have been great. All right, now final game is technically a one player game but this family plays them multiplayer. In other words, we all sit together and watch the one person who's playing and yell at them when they right. do things wrong. Well, so what is this game? No, no. Tell him that his mother was a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and your father smelled of elderberries. Um, this is Escape from Monkey Island. Yes. One of my favorites. Well, any of the Monkey Island series, really. Yeah, we are a big fan of the Monkey Island games This here. one had weird graphics. But anyway. Escape. This is the one that had the robot monkey, wasn't it? I don't remember. We had to... Because I remember you were you writing down codes for like making the it's monkey It's in scurvy-inducing 3D. That's what was weird. The 3D. Oh, okay. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've played those. We've played the remakes. We've played the... the the chapter ones that showed up on the PlayStation. Uh, the thing is, the way this family plays it, the couples play it, one person controls Guy, guy Brush Threepwood or whoever it is in a, whatever Telltale game that we're playing mm-hmm. or LucasArts game that we're playing, and everybody else shouts at that person. It's like, no, 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 Mama. You have to go over and pick up the bucket and... Mm. Then the, the frog will jump in it, but only if you have water in it first. Right. Then you get the rubber chicken and the pulley. And then you're sitting there and going, <sighs> what? And, you know, and the, the worst part about this is sitting, you want to be good. You don't want to go click the palm tree, click the palm tree, click the palm tree. You want, you want, you want, you would want them to find it on their own. But eventually you're like, click the palm tree. <laughs> <laughs> But no, these, this is a classic point-and-click game that started out, started out with LucasArts back on the PC in the 90s. Uh, the Adventures of Guybrush Threepwood and the zombie pirate LeChuck. Mm-hmm. And it's... Well, he wasn't a zombie at the beginning, was well, he? The first one? No, he wasn't a zombie until the second one. I don't know. But... 
But it's one of those point-and-click type adventure games where you have to click the bucket to get the rubber chicken, you get the rubber chicken, you put the pulley on the rubber chicken, and then for some reason or another, that works, and you can slide across the gully on a rubber chicken with a pulley on it. Why? Because that's the way they wrote it. Because logic. Exactly. It is a step above the old <laughs> text-based games such as Gorf. Gorf? Gorp. Gorp? No, Gorp. Gorp is what you eat when you go hiking. Zork. Oh. Zork. Zork 1 yeah, and 2 and Zork. 3. You have been eaten by a Gru. A little bit less demanding than things like uh, Bard's Tale, which here's a, here's a pro tip from anybody out there who decides to play the original Bard's Tale. In the first few, say, 5 to 10 minutes of the game, you will encounter a rat running away from a cat. Save the rat. Okay. Because if you don't... When you get to the end of the game, the rat's not going to be there to help you. Mm. So then you play many hours, and you get to the end of the game, <laughs> and there's no rat there. And then you have to go back and start go back all over. And so like the second choice you make in the entire game results in something happening at the very end of it. Those game designers that do such a thing, screw you. <laughs> Seriously. Take them out and shoot them. Right. But yeah, we got the bust move, and I also added another one onto this. Oh, I see that. As a multiplayer game. Uh, a big game in this family, Borderlands 2. Now, border. which one is 2? Is 2 Borderlands the 2 prequel? Is the, no, Borderlands 2 is the one with Handsome Jack. Borderlands, the prequel, is the one where they're on the moon and they have no, no gravity. Borderlands 1 is a... It's Borderlands... It, it's the one where they're trying to find the first vault, but that one's more leans more into the RPG type setting. Okay, which is the one where it's like there's like dialogue trees and all of that. That's it's not Tales of the Borderlands. Tales that's another from the Telltale game. Okay. Yes, that's because that's like Monkey Island. Kinda. That is yeah, that's like Monkey Island where you have to pick up the items and you've got to do the quick time events and that sort of thing. That's that is a Telltale game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that recently just had a new version come out. New, um, more Tales from the Borderlands came out like two, three weeks ago. Minecraft had a game like that too, with yep. the dialogue trees and everything. Yep, they had one also. And Telltale Games had one for Game of Thrones, and one for Batman, and one for Sam and Max, and all that sort of thing. And now Telltale is not around anymore. Now wait a minute, but a new Monkey Island game is coming out, right? A new Monkey Island game has come out. But is it only on Steam? It's or? only on it's only on PC right now. Oh. But it is written by the same group who did the original Monkey Island, and the voice actors have all come back to re do the role. Yeah, the original Guybrush. Cool. Yeah, it's got a new, completely different art style that is kind of decisive online. People either there's no middle ground. You mean on divisive? It. Yeah, divisive. That's the word. Got it. That's soju talking. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Borderlands 2 is a fun first-person shooter. What I like about this one is that the if you're playing with somebody, say I'm playing with Susie, who doesn't have a level 50 blah, blah, blah character because they've played many, many hours of it, the game will scale to... With the love, the, I like the, think like the average. The level that you're at? To the lower levels of the game. So you're or not. Kind of average it out. Yeah, it averages it out for you. It makes things more difficult if you guys are closer in level, but it kind of like helps you out and makes it not as difficult. 
uh, if you've got uh, lower level characters in there. But it's a lot of fun. But it's not just shooting things because there's like quests and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it kind of reminds me of World of Warcraft a little bit. Yeah, it's like World of Warcraft with guns kind of sometimes mm-hmm. where you can team up. And then they've got end, end bosses. So you can do go back and replay bosses again to try and get better loot. Because that is 100% oh. what uh, Borderlands 2 is about. And you can go back and like grind if you want to level up. Yeah. And- yeah, you go back. Yeah, There's three so different similar, levels. Too. You very have a, similar. The Vault Hunter, uh, Expert Vault Hunter, and like Ultimate Vault Hunter mode. There's three different modes to it. And the third one, the game will scale to whatever the highest level is. So it stays challenging all the time. Mm-hmm. But multiplayer, it's a lot of fun because it's one of the few games nowadays that you can actually have split screen on. Yeah, that's right. Borderlands Three has this also. You can play, you can play split screen on there. Nowadays, so many games are kind of forcing you to play online with other people, and there's no way to have like couch type games like we used to have, um, uh, like GoldenEye, or hey, the original Halo. I mean, original Halo. We used to play at my parents' house back when my brother was still yeah, over there. I remember watching you guys play. Yeah, I mean, and trying to find a 50 foot Cat Five cable. I'm sorry, back then Cat Four cable. Uh, to hook up two Xboxes to, one in the living room and one of my parents' dining rooms where they had the two different TVs so we could play four-on-four with my brother and his friends. Oh, I was going to say, why did you have two Xbox? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, so four people could play. But man, you were, if you had a 50-foot cable back then, you were were a thing. That was a thing. That was a thing. Now you can find any size cable you want. Just go to Amazon. Yeah, I know. (sighs) Anyway... (laughs) But yeah, there's some video games that are good for two players. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Because I've been thinking about things that won't make you may- get mad. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, it's uh, there's some games. So we got Portal 2, Mario Kart Double Dash, Dance Central, and Just Dance, Bust a Move, and Tales from Monkey Island, the Monkey Island series, and Borderlands 2. I just want to throw in there the monkey, other cool thing about the Monkey Island one is if you have a second person playing with you, you've got like a person that can keep a journal on everything. Because you kind of have to take notes with that, that game. With Monkey Island? Yeah. There were some cases where um, you were taking... You were taking yeah, you're right. In some of the scenes, you do have you to... You kind of have to like know what, the, know what the next step is and that sort of thing. So, Yeah. But yeah. So there is show number five. In the books. And where to find us? You can find us at meeplesandwine.javacat.com. You can find us on Twitter Twitter at meeplesandwine. Um, ooh, we have Facebook now, right? Yes. Yes? Yes. Is it not set up yet? It is. It's not pretty. It's not but pretty. But it's there. That's okay. It can be. We're ugly. on Facebook. Find us on Facebook, Meeples and Wine, and leave us a comment there because we are looking to figure out tomorrow. We are doing our first game demo, and uh, we've got some choices. We've got Code Names Duet and uh, Splendor, and one called Sorcerer that I really want to play. That Suzanne is cringing at Aww. because. It it's got a big like demon skull on the it side. Looks evil. There's red eyes. Red eyes and evilness to it. It's awesome. I want to play code names. Code names. What's Splendor? Splendor has it's uh, the ones with like it's like a trading type game. Oh yeah. 
But we will learn that tomorrow when we do our first demo game show. Uh, if you have any other comments, uh, please get us in touch with us. Follow us in the show notes. And uh, you can also click in the show notes and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever podcast app you use. And if you have a app such as Fountain or Podverse, you can tip us. Ooh. We are futuristic. You can tip us in sats. Oh, no. Crypto. Yes, we take crypto. Why? Why not? <laughs> That's my... Hey. Leave us one-fifteenth of a penny. Hey, you know what? We get some ding-dong out in Dubai who likes this show and leaves us one one uh, Bitcoin. I'm fine with that. Uh, whatever. So, anyway... <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna spray I'm your, just, I'm just, ro- my eyes are rolling into the back of my head. I was going to say, you're going to your neck how, hardly, how hard you're rolling your eyes at me right now. <laughs> but either way, it's been a pleasure talking with everybody right now. We will be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.